0: Welcome to this week's episode of The Branded and Gilded Life. My name is Venugopal Naya and I'm the CEO of an agency called Ideascape. We are into marketing, branding and design. And these posts or this podcast is a reflection of what I've learned in over 35 years in the business, how it has shaped my thinking and what intrigues me. Hopefully, it will provide some food for thought for you as well. When H.G. Wells wrote the book The Time Machine, he would scarcely have imagined the kind of enthusiasm and the interest with which the world soaked it all up and it became a genre all by itself. Until then, as James Glyke writes in his book, Time Travel. The concept of time was hardly understood. And even today, it's something that we know very well. But when we ask to explain what going back in time means, we can only talk about dates and uh, the past, the present and the future. That's what this first post in this episode is about. Do you really want to go back in time? Imagine you could. Your smartphone would instantly become a glass brick, assuming it could travel through time. So unless you had some way to stay connected to the present, there would be no coming back. Even if you went back 20 years, you would not have the smartphone or social media. Now that's an idea worth thinking about given that we know how polarized the world has become. Go back over 100 years and you can mostly forget about cars. No telephones either. Not even landlines and rotary dials. Go back another couple of hundred years and homes would have no heating or lights. Conveniences we consider basic. All those fast food cravings would have to remain as cravings unless you took a whole lot of ingredients and the recipes back into the past. Question is, how would you take back plastic packs and even books to a time when they didn't exist? Think about it. A thousand years ago, books had not been invented. So they would disappear when you travel. Even the clothes you wear today, they weren't invented. So how can they stay on you? Going back in time means reversing all the advancements, good and bad. It's not about transplanting the present into the past. Now, would you actually know that you were back in time, in your mind maybe, but it would be hard to explain how much the world has changed to the people around you, if you could speak the language that is, apart from explaining that you aren't an alien from another planet. There's this mental picture we have of travelling to the past and moving back to the present as if it was simply a physical journey. You can't go back in time the tourist with a real risk of, that you can cease to exist. From travelling through time to something which is eminently possible, but one shudders to think of why this has become a thing as to what people want to do. The second post, slumming it. India has the dubious distinction of having the largest slum in Asia or is it the world, Dharavi. It's where people live on the edge every single day. The facilities and the space available are among the tightest in an already expensive metropolis. And yet, it produces stories of entrepreneurship and triumph against the odds, including something as strange as some tourism where the affluent gawk at the unfortunate. There's really no parallel. Rashmi Bansal wrote, Poor little rich slum documenting the lives of hardy entrepreneurs from Dharavi. They aren't asking for handouts but contributing to the economics that drive the city. And it's a clear sign that people braving the biggest odds need support from the government to improve their lives. Rather than redevelop the slum and build something for the affluent, Brazil is trying a different approach. They are mapping out the Byzantine lanes and the cramped access that people living in the slum navigate every day and seeing how the slum can access public services. Resilience is built into slums as the recent experience of managing COVID in such tightly packed areas demonstrate. People who are informed and educated on the dangers did a great job of managing the community and stopping the spread, even though they were living at a tremendous disadvantage. There is no doubt that people who live in the slum have little room for maneuver and that's precisely where health and some of the welfare services could play a great role in easing lives. They shouldn't be forced to slum it. And finally, a contrarian point of view, all of us are worried about our future, we are worried about we're going to become, we're worried about what we want to achieve and so maybe you should thank your stars that you have to worry about you. There's an interesting discussion going on in a forum. A young guy caught an unexpected windfall of seven and a half million dollars, setting him up for life essentially. It meant he would not have to work another day, which is what most of us would see as a stroke of amazing luck and yet that's not what happened. As he describes it, and I also have no idea what to do with my life now. I have not talked to anyone about it, but I start to feel fatigued, even though I'm not doing much. My motivation for my study is gone. I stopped working out. I stopped reading books. As he describes it, I also have no idea what to do with my life now. My motivation for study is gone, I stopped working out, stopped reading books and I am basically becoming insanely depressed in the process. The COVID situation is not helping much either. It's hardly what you expect. He literally has lost the incentive to do anything because he does not have to worry about the future. Practically all the advice given to him by the others is not to tell anyone because the pressure on him will only increase. He will find long-lost friends and relatives eager to help him spend the money and keep some for themselves. Now that his choice is unlimited, he has no clue on what he would like to do. Distorted by having no incentive to put in the effort. We've all been brought up to believe that motivation is internal and nothing saps it like having enough money to laze around for the rest of your life. Though I'm sure all of you are hoping that you'll be in exactly the same state that he is in. Think money will solve all your problems? Be careful what you wish for. Subscribe now and I'll send some interesting stuff on branding, behavior and markets to your inbox every week. Triggers for your thoughts. Spread the word to your friends. All you have to do is click the link and enter an email address. And yes, please do keep those thoughts, views, comments coming to vgnair at Ideascape.in and thank you as always for listening.